welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast after dark NFL Combine Week. Become a diehard. Go PHNX.com if you want the exclusive access this week. Arizona Cardinal coverage from, let's face it, the fellas who do it best. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock. Damon Dog here on a Sunday night behind the microphone. We leave for Indianapolis in less than 24 hours, and we are fired up, Bo Brock. It's Combine Week. It absolutely is combine week, and it is. Uh, we're starting to see some news kind of trickle out as far as who's going to be performing, working out this week, and already a bit of a bummer. We're not going to see the consensus top pick in Caleb Williams fire up the football. That's a bummer. No Caleb yeah. Williams throwing the football this week. I mean, I didn't. I don't know if I expected him to work out or not, but I thought we had gotten to the point where the week of was here, and I hadn't heard anything. I'm like, maybe everybody's just going to do it. And not only Caleb Williams isn't throwing, Jaden Daniels isn't throwing. Jaden Daniels is probably getting that strong heat from Cliff Kingsbury like, you're our guy. Because Jaden, I know Jaden Daniels won the Heisman Trophy, but I, I think like the casual fan, the people out West, you know, we've seen him, or excuse me, people out in the Midwest and the East Coast, like we've seen Jaden Daniels. And he, he was a staple in the South. But like I, I feel like Middle America, East Coast people would love to see Jaden Daniels. Like Caleb Williams is a household name where Jaden Daniels isn't. When you know, when you opt not to throw, that tells me, and this could be a mistake, mm-hmm. that tells me you feel like you're in pretty good spot to to be picked high. Now we haven't heard about what our boy Drake May, Drake May Bust, is going to do uh, <laughs> in Indianapolis this week. They're all going to be there. They're all going to talk. They're all going to be hobnobbing. They're going to do interviews. JJ McCarthy, though, who Benjamin Albright today said was a top ten lock. I don't know if you saw that, Bo. He is throwing this week. He is going to throw in Indy. And uh, I do think he can help himself. Yeah, he certainly can. I mean, I think that you're going to start to see what maybe Jim Harbaugh didn't allow us to see because sure. it was a necessary means to to run the ball down the throats of, of the opposing defense and just rely on their defense and really limited what J.J. McCarthy could do. But still, a skill set that I think will come close to, you know, a Jaden Daniels and come close to a Drake May, and he'll show off – no athleticism and he'll show off a decent arm and and probably put some balls right on the money and he has nothing but uh, you know momentum to gain during the pro pre-draft process where yeah it is a little surprising that Jaden Daniels is going to hold off but I, I think as far as the way they set things up it, it only benefits him to wait until his pro day and he's throwing to two potential first round picks and Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. and he's not going to let you know some potential six round pick you know, drop a couple balls and make them look bad. He wants everything. He wants the elements to be perfect. And that's unfortunate that that's the climate that you can kind of navigate through the pre-draft process. I want to see everybody kind of work out at the same time. And fortunately, that's not the case. No, I I still think we have tiers. Like, I I still think Caleb's in a tier by himself. And I think Jaden Daniels and Drake May are in a tier together. And I'm not ready to put J.J. McCarthy into that tier, although – Albright and others are are firmly in that camp. And, you know, could could J.J. McCarthy leapfrog one of those two players? That would be crazy. But we've seen, you know, crazier things that have have happened. But then there's that next tier of guys. Like Michael Penix is going to throw. Michael Penix, I don't expect to be a first-round pick. But he can help himself because we've, you know, we've talked about it. His arm isn't the strongest. I I would expect Bo Nix to throw. He looked rough at the senior bowl at times you've reported Damon's reported on this show. So I, again, like I don't know how much they have to gain uh, by throwing the, the top tier guys, 
But this, you know, third group, this second group kind of tier of quarterbacks in this draft class, you know, we'll see. They come out and put on a show. I mean, here's the pushback. I was at the Combine two years ago, and there was this quarterback out of Liberty that everybody loved at the Combine because he did everything. He looked fantastic. He helped, literally helped an old woman cross the street. Does anybody remember that story? And he fell. He fell what? To round three, round four? And it was a bust for the Tennessee Titans. Can anybody tell me who that was? So we romant. I love the combine. We romanticize a lot about it. I again, I'll double down. The guys who aren't throwing, no, they're ca- they're counting their you know their cash. They're counting their checks right now. It's a done deal. <laughs> it's a done deal. No, I, I, I uh, it, it is. I think JJ McCarthy's in a spot like Anthony Richardson was last year. Only yeah. Uh, a chance to catch up, right? Instead of it being, you know, a legit two quarterback race this year, it happens to be three quarterback race. And yeah, I, I agree with Giordano in, in the chat where I don't think he's going to touch those first three QBs, but I think he could put himself, you know, as Benjamin Albright's reporting now on, on February 25th or, or even before that, that he's, he's, you know, firmly in the top 10. I mean, he's going to approach top five if one of those quarterback needy teams um, gets a little uneasy. And, Does and that I'm scare sure- you, though? Like, if we have too many no. quarterbacks that could go top no. 10, like, somebody could say, well, we can wait. We don't need a quarterback. We don't need to trade up if McCarthy's a, an option. No, I, I think it, it's going to come down to if these three teams at the top like a guy, they're going to stick and pick that guy. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that J.J. McCarthy could be the, the Anthony Richardson of this class where he's, he's only going to start his – is true trend upwards, you know, potentially to be a top five pick. And, you know, I, I don't think that it would even either benefit the Arizona Cardinals as well. I, I think that they, it, they're going to just stick pick if, if Marvin Harrison Jr. does fall into their laps. Like, and, I, and also I gotta, I gotta mention the, the, um, the Bo Nix story. That was, it wasn't real. We're going to talk about, we can talk about that. Yeah. Can we just debunk? Because I saw it a couple times on my timeline, and it's absolutely absurd. So, it, what is it? NFL rums, NFL rumors. It's, it's one of those aggregate accounts, right? Where it just takes other people's reporting and then puts it out there as its own. I would say but it's I, worse because it it reaches for. It's not even aggregate, and Dove can reach too, but it it's a made up fan account. Okay. Right. It's a made. It's a made up account. I have no idea. I, I thought it was right in, in there with like the the other, you know, I thought yeah. it was there with Dov and it was just taking uh, people's material and using it as own. But regardless, what was it, the word that they used? The Arizona Cardinals extensive. Are- and that's and that's the word I push back on. Right. Like what does extensive mean? Like I had some snarky people come into my comments and say, if the Cardinals are worth their salt as an organization, they do their homework on everybody. No shit. Monty Austin Ford <laughs> was at the ASU uh, Oregon game earlier this year, or he watched Oregon play live and people reported about it. Awesome. He, mm-hmm. They have a scouting report on Bo Nix. Of course they do. That's not what I was combating. I was combating the term extensive. Extensive insinuates that they are targeting Bo Nix, that they're, hey, I'm, we're, re- we're going to use a top 30 visit on Bo Nix when we know, and you know, they're all in with Kyler Murray and surrounding Kyler Murray with the ample resources to be able to get this team back to the postseason. And like, say what you want about Bo Nix, you're going to have to use a top 50. Does anybody think they're going to use a top 50 pick on a quarterback? Of course not. So 
again, you got people who were snarky, uh, well, actually on Twitter this weekend. And then you got people who are anti Kyler Murray that are like, that's great value. If he falls from 27 <laughs> to 35, this franchise will burn to the ground if they take bonex or tw- at 27 and 35. So again, you want to well, actually me, like they have a scouting report on Bonix. Congratulations. That's not what NFL right. Rums was suggesting. They were suggesting right. they were targeting Bonix. Come on, let's grow up. It's Can absurd. Have a serious conversation. It's please? absurd. It, it's from the the realm of absurd. That's what it is, and it's nothing short of that. And to try to you know lean on that this team is going to do its homework on each and every prospect. Well, yeah, I, I go to bed at night knowing that that Monty Austin Ford does his due diligence and he does his homework on each and every one of these prospects. And I'm sure, he's, I'm sure he's turned on the tape. I'm sure Dave Sears and Josh Scoby, who were out there as part of the Cardinals contingent at the Senior Bowl, and were watching Bo Nix throw ground balls like me to my son in 10 years in his backyard. Skipping uh, rocks. Yeah, just skipping rocks out there uh, on Lake Pleasant. Yeah, just go do that. Go find a nice, uh, instead of a oblong football, find a nice flatter rock, Bo. That would probably be better for you. Like, he is a guy that probably is a, is a day two projection, right? And the Arizona Cardinals, you have this legitimately sourced, Johnny. They like the Clayton Toon as a backup they do. going forward. They're, they're fans of Clayton Toon. Like, I know people can point to the Cleveland game and say, well, look at that. He was historically bad. But there is confidence in Clayton Toon, and they have six picks in the top 100, and they're not going to utilize one of them on Bo Nix. I don't care if NFL Rums or whoever's saying – that they looked extensively at him. It's just not, it's not in the cards for the Arizona card. Here's how NFL Rums decided to report that, report that. It was an extension, I believe, of that horrific Chris Trapasso mock draft from last week <laughs> when Bonix went to the Cardinals at 27 and Chris himself said, like, I'm guessing, whatever, good value. So then NFL Rums sees that and is like, oh, let's just connect the dots. The Cardinals yeah. are targeting Bonix. There's, there's, there's nobody a quarterback. Tagged. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Right. This is, this is, I love Twitter. It's a problem with Twitter. You got to know where to weed people out. Lazy. Uh, couple Lazy. super chats. St. Blurry with a so generous super chat here on a Sunday night, $49.99. Thank you so much, St. Blurry, Thanks, for that. Blurry? That's, that's fanta- fantastic. Podcast before <laughs> bed, fire emoji. I mean, I, I hope this tunes the, the wagon up, the bandwagon up for this week. I hope this gets people excited, if you weren't already, for the kind of content and coverage that this brand, PHNX Cardinals, is going to bring to you because we have the most loaded squad we have ever brought to Indianapolis. We are rolling five deep, multiple producers, a professional athlete, uh, Britton Golden, ever heard of him? Uh, and we are we are ready to be boots on the ground and Indy to get you what you need this week. So you, you're flipping on NFL Network. That's great. Great coverage there. Cardinals specific. It's round the clock here at PHNX Cardinals, Bo. That's right. You're going to we're going to talk to these prospects one on one. We're going to divide and conquer. Johnny's going to be at one end of the room talking to some athlete on one podium. I'm going to be at another prospects podium. Britain's going to be talking to these guys, talking game as a former player. And then we brought somebody back from the dead, Shane Diefenbach. Oh, my uh, goodness. He, yeah, he, we've revived him, and he's going to rejoin the squad as officially as tomorrow we travel out to Indianapolis. But, uh, yeah, just to put that to bed and then to also uh, pile on CBS's sports mock draft that we didn't mention on Friday's show. I mean, what an absurd thing. They had the Cardinals taking Dallas Turner fourth overall as they have Dallas Turner as their 10th overall prospect. And, like, eh, they need a pass rusher. 
maybe they'll just take this 10th best prospect over in Malik Neighbors or Joe Alt. That's that's not even the most egregious thing that they did that day. And then 27th overall, they're going to take Bo Nix, and they even admit they like Kyler Murray. They're moving forward with Kyler Murray. But, man, check out the value on this quarterback. Oh, man, check great out value. This, check out this Toyota Camry here. For fifteen hundred bucks, wouldn't that look great? I know you've got a car you know that you love and it's reliable. What about another one? Why don't you just have two cars in your driveway? That makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it? No, we need groceries. No, go buy a Tesla. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get it going. Pick twenty-seven. You guys are crushing it in the chat, by the way. Like this video. Uh, a couple gems, back-to-back super chats here. CG cards after dark. Dollar ninety-nine. Bo, this is for you. Chances uh, they land TJ Tampa. Big four, Bo. I did not fire up uh, this. It cracked this microphone and, and let you all see my house, uh, my my poor makeshift studio, so I can just take shots and be roasted over my horrid mock draft performance <laughs> almost a week ago. We will bury it, uh, and then we'll come back from the dead each and every show we do. Topic 64, <laughs> men's friend of the program, 499 Super Chat. Zayvon Howard, the quarterback, cornerback that is released or scheduled to be released from Miami, got some age on. I'm not sure if he's worth it. I reached out to somebody over the weekend. I haven't heard back as it relates to the Cardinals maybe having interest. But, uh, I mean, he's 31. He he's, was once upon a time expensive. But, Bo, to your point, on Friday's show, he's just not available. Like, a, a, again, like they're not going to sign guys who are over 30 who have a, a ton of mileage uh, and then don't play full seasons. That's that's the the Kime way, the Steve Kime way of going about free agency. So um, I would I would think no, just guessing on Zayvon Howard. Yeah, as they kind of uh, navigate the offseason, I think that they've got guys that they prioritize. They're going to fit a certain criteria. And I think, you know, 30 would take him out of that criteria. He's 31, right? And with the injuries, another strike against him what he's yeah. going to want to command on the open market and then what his production's been since his 10 interception season a couple of years ago. I mean, he's got two picks over the last two seasons. It's just, you haven't seen it. And then I don't know if the scheme fits very well. I mean, does, does what JG match up with what Vic Fangio like to do as far as Miami? I think some would agree to an extent with that. You know, does it, does it kind of fit the game that Xavier Howard likes to play? Uh, I know there were some parting shots uh, as as he was released there from Miami. So I don't know. I don't know if that matches up uh, schematically either. So I just don't know if it's it's a fit. But if it's like the end of March going into April or May and, and he's yet to sign, maybe it's somebody they, they say, hey, we can add some depth here. I mean, that's that's positional value, CBS Sports, if, if that's what you want to see what that actually looks like. Milwaukee Braves, 999 Super Chat. Still have flashbacks from that. Uh, guys, that's <laughs> hanging out at Radio Row. Uh, scared. I hope you boys are doing good. Thank you so much, Milwaukee Braves. Hopefully, we don't um, get anything like that this week. Well, we won't because we have a typically we have a setup. I don't know how it's going to be this year where there's a backdrop and then where they had us last year, there was nobody behind us. It was, yeah. it was literally just us. It's just the prospects that would go around us to try to use the restroom, and then Johnny, if he saw somebody who's wanted to talk to he would then follow them to the restroom it's one of the few restrooms that are available uh it's next to so where it's situated a radio or radio world combine they put the media in a big scrum it's very like if if you compare it to like the super bowl media room it's about a tenth of the size 
and we're all huddled in there together. And then there's the bench press setup, which is right next to which, which I I've heard a rumor that that's gone now from by yeah. where we're set up, which is sad. And then there's about 20 podiums uh, next to that. And yeah, when athletes, if they go from the podium and they have to use the restroom, they got to walk by us. And that's when I had a faithful encounter with Anthony Richardson last year. So who will I discuss or talk with in the bathroom this week? TBD. You'll have to tune into the show. <laughs> I also have another big time super chat here. Uh, or no, was that the one from before? From yeah, I think it was from yeah. before. All right. Four but if you were a big thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Super chats are flying. Dollar bills are flying with our friends at BetMGM. I hit my parlay of the week with BetMGM today. Uh, no big deal. Sun's money line and the over. Uh, easy cash. And again, cash is the name of the game at BetMGM. They're going to hook you up with some free bonus bets. If you're a new customer, Ever heard of the Bet 5? Get 150 instantly right now. We've got spring training kicking off here in the in the Valley. We've got Coyotes. We've got Suns, of course, back in action. College hoops and more. March Madness right around the corner. Bet 5, get 150 instantly with our friends, our friends, dear, dear friends, at BetMGM. New customers can bet just $5 in their account on their iOS, Android, or on their desktop, BetMGM.com. If you place that $5 standard odds price bet, you're going to get 150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. So if today would have been my first bet ever, I get my payout plus those 150 in bonus bets. I can use them or I lose them, but you got to sign up with BetMGM. You got to tell them PHNX Cardinal sent you with that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy Damon Dog talk about it in the disclaimer. Problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877 hope and or text hope and 467 New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. We love things big over here at uh, PHNX Cardinals, PHNX Sports. How about big covers from the Phoenix Suns? Minus three and a half, and they win by 10. We also love the big OGs. We love our partnership with OGs brands. They got the big OGs gummies. Got to check them out for yourself. It's a mega version of Peg's Raspberry Orange. And that Rick Simpson oil, one of the company's most popular products, perforated into 10 slices. One big old OGs perforated in 10 slices, 100 milligrams THC. It's unbelievable. It tastes like that freshly squeezed juice with that live rosin. It's created through the pressing process. Also, it's perfect time popping OGs right now for PHNX Cardinals after dark. Maybe pop one of those sleep time gummies. We'll put you to sleep. We want our boring antidotes, but more than anything, those OG sleep time gummies are doing most of the work, putting you to sleep, keeping you to sleep. It's that aquaberry flavor. It's delicious. Check out their full product line, ogsbrands.com. That's ogsbrands.com on your socials as well, at ogsbrands. Got to be 21 years or older and find them in your local dispensary all around the valley. Rick saying, uh, PHNX full coverage, Bo interviewing athletes on the floor, Johnny interviewing athletes in the bathroom. Very very appropriate. Somebody called it earlier, Ryan. Uh, we could title the segment Quick Piss with Johnny. <laughs> I'd be going all day then if that was the case. But <sighs> you, never, you never know who you're going to run into. It's a much more intimate setting. And it, it very much yeah. feels like as opposed to Super Bowl, like stuff's just up for grabs. Like it, the way Indianapolis is situated, obviously Vegas and last year in the Valley, everything's spread out. Whereas like now nah, this isn't a shot at Indy. It's a very mm-hmm. condensed um process is very condensed and event there's like two to four restaurants that everybody goes to like a handful of bars max 
and just like two hotels and that's it. Um, so if you're like in the area, just walking around the street, like you're liable to see people, um, which is great. And it's great that they decided to continue it in Indianapolis or the rumors they were going to move it to L.A., which would have been gross. I think it's 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 a, a beauty of the NFL offseason where you can have this middle market here in middle America and you could just say, well, they do a great job and they do. The Colts and, and company um, do a tremendous job hosting it. Just just keep it there. It makes things that right. much easier. Yeah, it's it's got charm to it. Right. And you don't want to take away, you know, it's, it's a big city, obviously, with a small town charm, mm-hmm. as many Midwest cities have. And uh, yeah, you don't want to take that away. Like, let's not make everything a big city event. We can keep the Super Bowls, you know, strict to big cities and big venues. And uh, but yeah, let's let's just leave this uh, how it's been. I like this from Ryan. How about Johnny should sit there with a bow tie and mints and ask guys questions while taking a leak. Good content. Excuse me. Have you met with the Arizona Cardinals? <laughs> hey, when you wrap it up right there, do you mind if we make eye contact? I can talk about your meetings that you've had. Kevin wants to know why we're streaming so late. That's because tomorrow's a travel day. Uh, we're going to be making our way to Indianapolis, so we're not going to be at our usual scheduled 4.30. We just want to make sure we get it a little pre-combine preview going on. So that's why we're going. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Kevin. Uh, lots of great stuff. Uh, yeah. AU Addicts jumping in here. And um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not sauce, but I am having a nice Four Peaks beer at the end of a weekend. I appreciate it. It's great. Um, so c- confirmed, uh, Jonathan Gannon, Monty Austin Ford, both speaking on Tuesday, which the the uh, on-field workouts begin like Wednesday or Thursday, like late in the week. The meaty stuff with some t- real tangible quotes and comments, like we haven't heard from Gannon since the season ended, is going to happen mm-hmm. early in the week. Everybody is scheduled to talk, for the most part, around the NFL, and the cards brass is no different. So we will likely go live uh, with our show on Tuesday, I think it's East Coast time, Indy, which mm. is three hour difference from here, two or three hour difference too. So we will go live at 3 p.m. Arizona time on Tuesday, 5 p.m. Indy time is, is the schedule right now. And that could change. So have your have your notifications on with PHNX Sports. Ring that little bell icon so you know when we go live this week. Because it, it could, unfortunately, differ day to day with with like scheduling. But the good news is... It's like on Friday, somebody was messaging me on Twitter, like, no way Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be in Indianapolis. No, like, all these guys come and they talk. Like, yeah. they may not all work out. Marvin may not work out. He's speaking to the media at 8 a.m. on Friday morning. Like, he, we're going to be able to ask him what he thinks about Kyler Murray and, and maybe carrying on Larry Fitzgerald's legacy. We're going to ask him all that. They have to come. Like, Jalen Carter, did, didn't he show up last year after everything went down? I don't know if he, he was there before. Media. Right. Like, he was there before. He was expect like his podium was ready to go. And the yeah. news about him being um, having a warrant out for his arrest because of his involvement in that that uh, just tragic incident involving his teammate. Um, I mean, he was there ready, and I think he he was even going to work out. Yeah, and then he ended up coming back. He didn't talk with the media or the press, but he interviewed with teams. I believe he talked to the Arizona Cardinals. From what I remember, I, I think I asked JG about him. He did. Yeah, he had a. A nice conversation with him at the combine. But, you know, when you look at everything as far as the organization, they just didn't have the luxury of taking a player with that type of, uh, I guess, red flags around him. So Ryan Corley saying, uh, got Circle K today, popped an OGs and grabbed some four peaks. I hit the wow. PHNX trifecta. How about a nice little that? Sunday there? You're watching PHNX Cardinals after dark as well and maybe watch PHNX Suns. I mean, that's more than the trifecta. 
That's it. That's aces. Uh, and speaking of aces, you reported, Bo, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the revised, updated <laughs> NFL PA grades. Right. It was that fateful Wednesday last year. We were doing our regular show. Or we were getting ready for it, and those PA grades dropped, and it was a bombshell. It was right after the Jalen Carter stuff happened. It was bombshell after bombshell. Yeah. What should we do? Like PA grade predictions? Like they were second to last last year to Washington. Now Washington's, you know, they, Snyder owned the team or did he own the team this year? I he can't did. even remember when he, he yeah. So I don't know if that's going to be revised. Cardinals have made some tweaks. Do you care to go on the record? What do you think the grades are going to look like this year? And I, I think it's really going to come down to, I think they can get improvement just based on better culture around the yeah. organization. Because I think, and also you have to take in consideration some of these guys uh, or getting opportunities that they weren't necessarily going to receive anywhere else around the league. So, so maybe they're like just the happy to be there uh, mentality. Like we did see upgrades to the facility. We did see uh, where they got knocked for not having um, the ability to take care of players' families. I think yeah. they added that. Um, so they there wasn't any like huge overhauls outside of the indoor practice facility in Tempe. Um, so, and I would, we never really got access to the weight room. And as far as the meals, I don't, I don't, I don't believe they were buying meals any longer. So that, that's just baby steps. But when you looked at where the grades were, Johnny, and I, and I just pulled them up, I mean, the, the locker room F, uh, the travel obviously got a B plus because of their own treatment of families got an F nutrition. They got an F weight room. They got an F minus strength staff got an eight minus how bad these were. Yeah. Oh my man. Training room got F minus. So I think the treatment of families is going to go up. Yeah. I think the nutrition, because that was a big thing with Johnny or John, Jonathan Gannon. He got in there and, and made sure me. that they just, yeah, your body's your temple and, and you're big time on that. Uh, I think that you'll see the weight room or the, the nutrition go way up. There's so, nowhere to go but up with these. That's, I well, mean, the, yeah, but I don't know about the training room. I don't I, like I didn't see wholesale changes coming to the training room. It got an unbelievable, unprecedented uh, F minus. F plus, maybe. Can we get an F plus? <laughs> Can we get a D minus? They uh, they stopped making people pay for their food. That was one of the biggest things last year. Is like I think you, they get into the late 20s and that's that's improvement, right? Progress. Don't I mean, I'm not being I, I'm. Do you think that they can make a huge jump? No, no. Like, if you're an F, and they were an F last year, you're not saying we're going to be an A next year. No, right. like, they're going to probably, best case scenario, they move to like a D. Can they get to a D, D plus? And then does that get you around 25, 26, 27? Um, they were humbled significantly. Like, you can't hide from that. Like, you can you can put on a facade and say, we're the, the greatest and we've, we host Super Bowls and we have private jets. But then, like, the dog days of the year, players think that your facility is, is trash. Like, floorboards sticking up in the weight room. <laughs> they, they are going to have to continue to get better. The good news is Austin Ford and Gannon are on this, and they're in Bidwell's ear. So, I like... I'm working. I, I have no idea when they're going to get this done, but like they, they need to upgrade. The, the locker rooms are, are not good. Everybody knows that. I would say that that needs to be the next thing on the list. The locker rooms are kind of embarrassing. The, they're not paying for food anymore. Nutrition's getting revamped. 
They got a spot for families and their kids. All important. The lot, like we need to see, like that should be the new. Hey, are you guys getting uniforms this year? Hey, your locker rooms look like a high school locker room. What's what's the deal with that? Can we get it to like Mac level locker rooms at college football level? Because it is, it is, you know, not to knock them, but it, it's not an NFL locker room. Yeah, Anthony's right. How bad was Washington if they were even worse? Yeah, I mean, that, and that was Johnny's point. I mean, under the Snyder era, it was just it was brutal. Yeah. Um, and, and it was mostly, I think they got knocked because of how bad the culture was. And that's my point where I think that the Cardinals, their, their culture and, and some of these things that Austin Fort and Gannon actually have an impact on. And Johnny has this resource as well. He said this a couple of times that like Bidwell is, is very receptive and open to all of their recommendations. Uh, and, and as far as some of these go, it's just not a quick fix. And as long as they're making, you know, progress to that, that's, that's really all you can really look for for this. My, Michael understands like if this is impacting their ability, to, like lure free agents and, and sign draft picks, like, and it hasn't yet, then, then he's going to make changes because you can't like to keep, Gannon and Austin Ford, assuming that they pop and they have success here to keep good people. You have to surround them with good amenities and you have to act like a big boy operation. Like if they're, if there's a free agent that you want to sign and they come back and they're like, you know, I'm just not impressed with your facility. Like that's on one person. And so I think, I think they have uh, unfortunately prioritized the wrong kind of thing. The private jet was cool when it happened. It's nice for the players but other teams don't have that. I, I would say like it goes back to kind of our our MO about like, oh, buy, you know, a second or third car, but you're home, you don't have groceries for your house, like you can't feed your kids. Like work your way up to that. You you have an A grade and you want to buy a PG for the team, awesome. But like get get your locker room situated, get your weight room to a point where it's first class. Cause that at the end of the day, that's going to be the stuff that, that really matters, especially when you're selling free agents on, I get it. You can go get JJ Watt on your PJ, but like, you know, everybody else is going to use that locker room regardless. So that I would love to see that be tackled soon. I think it will be. Yeah. I think they'll probably go weight room and then locker room. Yeah. They just need the opportunity really. Cause they get JG in there. You got Austin Ford in there. They evaluated. They did as much as they could before they started really getting players back in that building. There wasn't really any time. And uh, now I think I, I would be shocked if, if we get back into that building facility in Tempe and they've moved a lot of like just the daily employees, not part of the football operations department out of the building I wouldn't be surprised if that's to make, you know, some big time upgrades to the facility in Tempe. I'd be pretty shocked. <laughs> Ryan brings up a good point about when pi pipes would burst on fans. I think in Washington, yeah. does anybody remember that viral video that went out of the <laughs> Washington stands? And it's not funny because people got hurt collapsing as they were like leaning in to like try to give players high fives or whatever. Like that's what the Cardinals were going up against with the commanders. But uh, yeah, it's, they got a long way to go. So I don't expect like Wednesday to be like overly positive, but nothing will ever top the shock and awe of last year. Back-to-back -back Super Chats. You guys are so generous tonight. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, Varea, 805, 1999. Yo, what's up, Johnny and Bo? Usually listen to the pod when I'm winding down for the night along with my brother, finally able to catch a show live. Keep killing it. Love all the coverage. Thank you so much, my guy. Thank you. Um, we 
it's fun to be able to do these kind of impromptu and uh, let's just connect maybe with a, a different segment of our audience where people maybe can't hit the show live. So that very kind super chat and uh, yeah. hope you and your brother are doing well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a, that's a good little bonding experience uh, to listen to cards, football breakdown. Uh, we're, we're just uh, grateful to be a part of this community and, and that uh, just privilege that you guys listen to us at all. That's awesome. So we, we appreciate Kind words there from uh, Vera. Adam H, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, have fun in Indie Boys. Stoked to see you guys. Would be uh, most excited with who you guys would see most excited. Twenty seven. Uh, I think we all know who we want at number four. I think we do, and we're going to talk about some odds uh, with the fourth overall pick here in a little bit. But uh, most excited at twenty seven. I would say best available tackle and probably like a Tyler Guyton at this point. Like realistically speaking, mm-hmm. like. I saw some really, and thank you so much for that super chat, Adam. Very, very generous. I saw some not so great um, reports on Mims, the tackle out of Georgia, where it just, I read some stuff, hmm. been hurt. It just, it screamed kind of bust. And I don't want to put a label on him like that, but it just, I, if, if like Fuega or Guyton fell into a striking distance with the Cardinals' second pick ball, that would be best case scenario, in my opinion. Yeah. No, that uh, Guyton or, Maybe even a Byron Murphy, the second, the defensive tackle at a at a Texas, but trenches primarily the the trenches on both offensive and defensive side of the football. Um, I think that would be that would serve the Arizona Cardinals really really well. So, um, you know, and, and the question here we have as far as Ryan jumping in with a two dollar super chat. Thank you, Ryan Carley. Can Jaden surpass Drake at the combine? Now I'm a little skeptical that that's possible as the reports are out, Ryan, as far as what Daniels is is going to do at the combine. And Ian Rappaport earlier had it out there along with Caleb Williams. Jaden Daniels is pretty much saving all the workout stuff for his pro day. So what we know so far is Michael Penix and JJ McCarthy and Bo Nix. They all plan the workout and throw. But as far as Caleb Williams and JJ and Jaden Daniels, they're, they're just not going to throw. So I don't know if that's, I don't think that's going to happen as far as him jumping them at this stage in the pre-draft process. I want to get to this comment here. Um, it's pretty David, close anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Did you see the video of, of Drake May throwing the ball 82 yards and hitting the crossbar? Yeah, I mean, he's got freakish skill set. I, I honestly just think it's your personal it's preference. It's the tape. It's the tape versus the skill set. I think that's really what I mean, Jaden Daniels has the best tape, and, and Drake May has the best skill set. I just think Daniels makes more sense for who's running the show in Washington. I think Drake May makes a ton of sense for New England. David uh, puts this in the chat, and I do want to, I'll address this to you, Bo, and maybe we throw it back at me here. So Bidwell was on local radio this week and was not asked about any allegations or scorecards or anything negative. Uh, And this has been in the news cycle. PFF uh, picked it up and Kyle Odegaard, friend of our show. Um, And so rather than to focus on what they didn't do, Bo, what's something you would have asked Bidwell if given the opportunity? Man, that's a great question. It is. Uh, We've obviously talked about this a little bit off air um, and Kyle Odegaard, you know, broke this down and, and thought that Arizona sports uh, kind of dropped the ball, and to say the least, as far as what is their journalistic duty in that situation, um, and that they were a bit beholden to Bidwell because they are the flagship station of the Cardinals. And, you know, I understand 
that they have that relationship and, and that relationship, especially when you're talking to the top guy, uh, can you, you can feel like you're putting something in jeopardy. But I think that you have a responsibility to, to ask about, you know, probably the more pressing of all the issues as far as from the athletic and the ESPN article, as far as just the culture and the organization. And are they doing what they feel is right in fixing the issues that came out in that report? And, you know, I don't think that that's out of bounds and I don't care, you know, who the hand, who, who would be kind of policing that and being a gatekeeper to that. Um, so it's, it, it's unfortunate that it was just uh, a slow pitch softball. And, you know, I, I think that it, there was an opportunity that, that was missed. And even if there was conversations had before that hand, you have a responsibility to at least ask. And I, I feel like, I feel like I've been in that situation before and can confidently say that the, a hard question has been asked before and that Bidwell isn't going to be blindsided by it. No. I mean, so it's just, it's, it is what it is. I mean, if, if that was the handshake agreement, then, then fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think otherwise you're not going to have a chance to hear from him. And that's, that's, that's too bad because I think people want it to kind of, have an update on that. Yeah. And I think you could, you could even spin it with him when you're discussing it with him. Hey, it's been a really kind of tumultuous 18 months. And you mentioned sure. that you're in a much different spot. What are you doing differently that you can highlight to, to really kind of combat a lot of the negative press that surrounded this organization? And then he can focus on a positive answer to right. that. But the fact that you're not even acknowledging it, is I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it's, it's it is really disappointing because you only get so many chances. We would love an opportunity to speak with Michael Biddle on the show. We're certainly critical, yeah. and, and people can call us fanboys and fan culture or whatever you want to do. I, first of all, I take that as an immense compliment um, because I'm I'm with all 162 fans of the Arizona Cardinals right now in this chat. But I I, I would want to know like, and here's another thing: when I I interviewed. Um, and I, her name escapes me. The woman from the Athletic that wrote one of the recent Caitlin articles, Kaler. yes, yeah. who did a tremendous job, who wrote one of the articles about the Cardinal toxic work culture, and she even told me either on air or off air, and it wasn't off the record, that you know to to Bidwell's credit, and you can combat him, and you can say he's a terrible owner, and you have every right to do that. To Bidwell's credit, he said uh, he responded to the article and gave a statement talking about wanting to be better. You know, I don't know if Dan Snyder does that. And I feel like Michael Bidwell, if when asked and, and, and put a microphone in his face, like he will give a response. Make him give a response. At mm. the end of the day. Make, him, make him say exactly what he's thinking, what he's feeling. And, you know, he, he is very political in that sense. And he, you know, when, he, when they host Super Bowls and he puts on a great performance for the other two teams that come here, and he's very much a politician in that sense. Like he should have an answer ready. And I think he, he would most times. Yeah. And the two guys, Bickley and Murata, who are running the interview, I think they do great work. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm absolutely. not going to crush, I'm not going to crush them for not at, I'm sure they have their, their reasons behind it and they don't have to come out and defend themselves for it. But, you know, I, I think everybody agrees that they would have liked to see at least one question over the last you know, to, for an answer for any of the several things that came out over the last 12 months, that's 
you know, not great about this organization. Oh my God. This comment's so great. Adam H. This is a deep cut. Johnny isn't afraid to go after Billy Price and then let Bo deal with it. So the, the, the uh, sauce behind that is we ripped <laughs> Billy Price on this show. I did. And then he went up to Bo in the locker room because Bo was there and mm -hmm. tried to square up Bo. Something to that effect. That's he did, yeah. Happened. He he came up to me, and I don't think I've had ever tweeted about Billy Price outside of, you know, maybe roster moves. Yeah. Um, and he says, hey, anytime you want to have a conversation, <laughs> I'm open to having a conversation. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I was caught off guard. I was like, okay, let's do it. Anytime you want to talk. And I'm like, what the hell was that about? Uh, but I don't know. And, and he, he's a guy that claims not to be on Twitter, but somehow he's reading tweets about Every, everyone, on Twitter. <laughs> everyone and their family and their parents and their, you know, second cousin is on Twitter. And if they're not, they're getting stuff sent to them by family members. So, uh, Rudy, 499 Super Chat, have fun in Indy boys. Make sure to ask the prospects if they've got the fire in their gut. Absolutely. Uh, coming up on over a year anniversary of, of the fire in their gut moment, but I think, Bo, plenty of uh, gut fire candidates, prospects for the Cardinals to target this year. Yeah, yeah, they certainly are. And I think that's really what they're going to try to decipher now. I mean, they've seen a bunch of players work out, practice at the Senior Bowl. Obviously, there's all the tape from the previous season. But now they get to really get down and interview these guys and figure out what they're all about. I think that's really where Austin Fort and JG and their whole staff can kind of separate themselves uh, as far as the guys who, like JG says, love ball and the guys who don't, like that's such a big part of this. And we've seen in previous busts, guys who don't really like football, they're just there. It's a job to them. And I don't think that that's the type of caliber of player that they're looking for. Drop a like on this video. We're going to talk Marv and Justin Fields here in a second. But something else I'd drop a like for our friends at Circle K. Become a part of the inner circle today. By joining America's Thirst Stop, I'm a member, Bo's a member, Damon Dog, he's a member, I'm a Michael Wilson. He's loading up on Circle K goodies like everybody else. Join that free new membership program, save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups, and then save three cents per gallon every single day after the fact. Every six free selection on things like pizza, coffee, ice-cold fountain drinks, and more. I was just at my local Circle K this weekend, picked up a, a huge Polar Pop unsweet tea they got a ton of original branded circle k snacks that are just as good if not better than their competitors and again you want to save money every time you go fill up regardless of what you're doing you got to be a part of the inner circle today download the app terms and conditions apply at participating locations visit circlek.com for more details Bo. we're less than two weeks away from phoenix raceway hosting the shriners children 500 at phoenix raceway march 8th through 10th and like, ah, NASCAR is not for me. Well, it's more than that. It's just a great experience. Get out under the sun in the renovated Phoenix Raceway out there in Avondale and just have a great time. It's going to be a great time for all the family. Families are welcome, whether you're a diehard racing fan or it just simply looks like that uh, great day. The event promises to be fun for everyone with the live entertainment outside of the racing. It's going on on the track. It's best in class fan experience. Racing's toughest drivers go for three days straight with all the action surrounded by those beautiful Australia mountains. Get your tickets to the Shriners Children's 500 at Phoenix Raceway, March 8th through 10th, and get those good vibes for the whole family. Get your reserved grandstand tickets right now. PhoenixRaceway.com. That's PhoenixRaceway.com. 
Benjamin Albright, great follow on Twitter, NFL Insider. You're going to be joining us later this week at the Combine, uh, putting together some hot fire tweets earlier today. Uh, I think he was already en route to Indy, but one of his tweets that I thought was pretty alarming for Chicago Bear fans, uh, take the frosting off of, of people really kind of smoothing Justin Fields' trade value. Albright coming out and saying, like, couple thirds is what he's hearing is the market for Justin Fields. Wow. So uh, a late first, my ass, I think is going to be more <laughs> so, you know, maybe a two, maybe a late two or yeah. a couple threes for Fields. And again, like. Well, they can get that, the 20th overall pick from oh, Pittsburgh man. and package that with nine and get ahead of the Cardinals. And then they'll have Caleb and then they'll have Marvin Harrison Jr. It's going to be awesome, man. It's like, come on, Bears. You can't be pipe dreaming like this. If you're having the number one pick back-to-back seasons now and having your own i mean it's it's unreal just where their heads are at it, it, it's just come on and, and, and then also there's the cult of justin fields like it couldn't be it can't be not our sweet justin he's got to be worth more than just a couple thirds he wins 30 percent of his games he's worth three one <laughs> by himself have you seen him you see that run he had two years ago i like justin fields i can't wait to be pro justin fields again when this is over yeah. but um I think it was uh, Albert Breer who said that he thinks a trade is going to be done this week. Like we got home from Indy last year and the bears had traded the first overall pick to Carolina. I, I'm shocked that the bears are going to take the podium. And, you know, I, I would assume that, Try to get this done ASAP so you can be all in with Caleb and his people this week. Well, they did. Uh, and who knows? We, I mean, yeah, all three parties talked last week, right? Yeah, I mean, but I just feel like it's different. You're going to have one-on-one time with Caleb Williams this week. I, I would just, I would want to have that put to bed and just start, you know, going. Do going they benefit? I th- do they benefit though? Don't they benefit? Like, get one of these quarterback-hungry teams on the ropes a little bit. Like, if I, I guess there's not going to do they benefit by waiting after free agency before the draft and, and get one of these teams that might be offering a third, and if they strike out in free agency, that. Right. They, I don't think you have the luxury of that. Not with okay. Justin's people. And, yeah, you and know, Justin I, said on that podcast with uh, Amiral St. Brown and his brother that he, he just wants this, he just wants clarity about what's happening, what, what's next. I think the longer you wait, the more teams talk themselves, and we've said this on this show, talk themselves into the prospects, talk mm-hmm. themselves into, you know what, the, the shines kind of come off of fields. I really, everybody loves to romanticize prospects. We do that on this show with a couple different guys. I think you get to like late March, early April. And it's like, you know what? I don't want to spend my picks on Justin Fields. I want to go out and I want to get a, a, a mid rounder from, you know, the pack 12. And I feel good about that. It just it happens every year. You lose the, the longer you wait, you lose cachet, you lose leverage. And I would be disappointed if, if fields isn't traded this week while we're in, uh, you know, Indianapolis, because right now it's, it's pretty wild you pulled up some some odds from our friends at DraftKings, Bo, and you mm-hmm. posted on Twitter. Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Chicago Bears has the second best odds, um, not New England, but to Chicago at plus 300, which I think is ridiculously high. And I think that the minute that Caleb Williams becomes a Chicago Bear in the sense that they trade fields, like just take them off. They're not an option, as you mm-hmm. mentioned. Like they're not coming up from nine to three paying a QB tax to take a receiver. It's not happening. So I, and you also couple that with the fact Cardinals are minus 200 to take MHJ. 
Yeah, I, it, it is kind of crazy to see the Bears on there, but it, it also doesn't, you know, have to be. I joked about it. It doesn't have to be the number one pick yeah. uh, that they would take Marvin Harrison Jr. It's just if, the, if he lands with the Bears, right, and that they select him. Um, and, and then you see, like, the, the true wild card is what the Patriots are going to do. And the Patriots yeah. have the same odds, right, as as the Bears, don't they? I think they? they were a little less. They were plus 350. Yeah. Right. And then the Arizona Cardinals at minus 200. Can't even get close to even money there. Um, you'd have to maybe, I don't, I don't even think you can parlay these picks to get any extra value there. So it's it's pretty good feeling sitting here on February 25th. We Maserati know. Marv is is uh, the, the Sharps in, in Vegas believe that that's, that's a, you know, not an overwhelming. It's not Caleb, Will- Caleb Williams, I think, was minus 800 to go to the Bears. Yeah. So. I think that, that's getting taken off the board. Once you get, yeah, too. once you approach that territory, that's when you can start to feel real comfortable, even get a jersey made, maybe. I think the intrigue's going to be what happens at two and three with the other teams and which quarterbacks they prefer and, and maybe who New England trades out with. I think that's like, I feel like one and four are put to bed, in my opinion. We know the Cardinals are going to take him if he's there. And outside of, I mean, here's what's what I think is really fascinating, and this could change. He could, Marvin could put on a show this week and it could change everything. I feel like the narrative has not gone, Patriots just have to go BPA and that's Marvin Harrison Jr. I feel like the narrative mm-hmm. on Twitter recently is like a bunch of teams have Malik neighbors over Marvin Harrison Jr. And Marvin don't throw generational out with MHJ and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like, it's the opposite approach. Like, mm-hmm. of course he's going to be there because he's not even the best player at his position, which is wild that people say that, by the way. And I love Malik Neighbors. This is not a hot take that I, I think he's going to be some bust or some scrub. He can also be great, but I I think we've really hit crazy season when you're talking about Marvin Harrison Jr., number one, not the best player in the draft, and number two, that he's not the best player at his position, at his position. Yeah, I mean, but that that's a testament to Neighbors to an extent, right? But let's... You're right. It is reaching a bit of a fever pitch as far as what are we doing here? I know we're trying to create some sort of drama surrounding this draft, and it's not great when you kind of have one, two, three, and four set. But, I mean, any other draft, right? We've heard it several times. Malik Neighbors, the top wide receiver in that draft. So um, that's what people are going off, and they just want to kind of – and especially when, when Neighbors – more likely, and we'll see what his what his workout schedule is. If he's going to participate, or if he's going to just join Jaden Daniels as just a pro day guy, and maybe just interviewing this week, be really intriguing to see. But yeah, I mean, still, regardless, the Cardinals being in in the driver's seat for for old uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. That's great, Marvin Harrison Aaron. Jr. for for everybody. Talk about uh, high odds. He's the he's minus one six uh, six hundred fifty for being the first non-quarterback selected. So, and then you've got not even Malik Neighbors is plus 1,200 as uh, not Those are pretty first. good odds. That's yeah. pretty solid if you can get that. Uh, something, I mean, you're just banking on something happening between now and then. Oh. Uh, Aaron, 499 Super Chat, late night PHNX. Keep up the great work, guys. Can't wait. For all the combine content. Thank you so much, Aaron. We can't wait to, to deliver it for you and everybody else. And again, let us know what you want to see, what you want to hear, what questions you'd love to ask of uh, Gannon and Austin Ford. Here's topic 64 back better than ever. 499 Super Chat. A Huff 
Armstrong, Uche, if we get one of them, who would you choose? I did Uche earlier this week, Bo, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll defer to him. Uh, just kind of recency bias. I like Huff. I think what yeah. he did in, in, with the Jets this year and not playing full-time snaps, and that could be a similar rotation that the Cardinals uh, run out there and that he could play in. I think that he would be a great signing for the Cardinals coming over from the Jets to the, to the Redbirds. We're going to do a quick mock draft before we get out of here. Oh my goodness. All right. Yes, we can. Uh, but before we get to that, I alluded to it. Go phnx.com this week. Never been a better time to become a diehard. Pick up a free hat and or shirt every single year. You are a diehard. So that's number one. Number two, our phnx Cardinals member discord is going to have the inside track for all the behind-the-scenes content footage you can't get anywhere else. Yes, our shows are going to be loaded. Our social media is going to be on point, as is it always is. But if you're like, I want that sweet, sweet 10% that you're not going to find anywhere else, you got to be a diehard at gophnx.com. Become a diehard at the link at the top of the screen. Pop in. Become a staple of the PHNX Cardinals Discord. Our Discord was popping today with our Coyote friends on their uh, diehard exclusive event. I'm jelly. I'm soup jealous, but we're going to have our own this offseason. But you got to become a diehard at gophnx.com. Send us a screen capture on Twitter when you get it done. A retweet for the fellas, for the ladies out there that get that done. Um, And yeah, the content, it will be unmatched. And you want to see it exclusively. Plus, we will do a live Q&A from the site of Indianapolis's Combine this week with our diehards. No questions asked. We're doing it. Whatever's on the table, we're going to stream it from the Discord. You want to be a part of that. Danny Redbird's asking, are you guys going to be live on draft day? Of course we are. We are actually just uh, dialing in the details of our draft party. Uh, And then, of course, we're live all day two coverage as well. We just won't be doing probably a live show somewhere. Uh, But, yeah, you can go crazy with us, even though you're in SoCal. You can even make the drive into Phoenix, and and we'll let you know with ample time uh, where we're going to be doing that draft party. Also, uh, while you're in town, pick up a couple Arizona lottery tickets. How about getting on the new promotion from Arizona Adventure, AZ Adventure, where they've got three iconic landscapes on their tickets, Picacho Peak, Monument Valley, and Camelback Mountain. These tickets, you can win up to $50,000. Also, you can go out and participate in this promotion where they got destination coordinates on their website. You can check in. It's geolocated adventures at 10 destinations across the state from Flagstaff to Yuma. Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games. It's about winning prizes. It's also about giving back to the state and its communities. Visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can win more travel prizes in cash. Good health. It's 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. We're doing a mock draft with our friends at PFF. The mock draft simulator. We're just going to do two rounds um, because it's late. And okay. uh, I'm going I'm to go ahead and share my screen here. Uh, and um, here's the deal. We did one of these last week. Things went off the rails. Uh, dueling mock drafts. We're not going to do that tonight. Just an old-fashioned two-rounder with our friends at PFF. The Jaden Daniels situation hopefully gets remedied with the big board and what the Patriots Can you do something do. for me with these? Oh, you already... What do I, I go back? Let me go yeah, back. Go back. Go back. Okay. Hang on one sec. Here's the homepage. Free advertising for uh, pro football <laughs> focus. They do great stuff. We have a bunch right. of their peeps on. All right. What do you want me to do? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to use the slider there and get the positional value up and then the needs down a little bit. Uh, there you go. 
select the Cardinals, get those the two rounder in there. And I think, think the positional value will have the Patriots try to land at least a quarterback or maybe not a wide receiver in this draft. But let's see. All right. Let's get this party started. Nope, didn't help us at all. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right, we're going to trade. We're trading out of this. Definitely not trading with Philadelphia. Good hell. What is going on here? We might have to outlaw these mock drafts. Get out of this one. Get out of this one, dude. Roll back one more time. Just one more time. That's all I ask for you. Here, here's what we're doing. Um, Do you want me to just draft for the Patriots? No. You don't want me to do that? No. We got it. Just one more time. It's going to work. All right. Positional value, draft for needs. Probably, let's just Take it down. Take that down? Yeah. Way down. Well, the Patriots have a need to receive a quarterback, though. No, you're fine. I, agree. Gonna, I think you want that up. Honey, just trust me. Take it all the way. <laughs> take the, There you go. You want that down? Yeah. I'm not trusting you. This just hasn't worked yet. <sighs> all right. Third time. Fired up. Mm-hmm. No, didn't work. <laughs> didn't Told work you. at all. <laughs> Cooper DeGene, seventh overall. I mean, do we start? Do we need to start using a different site? People in the chat, do you have a better recommendation? Uh, I'm. We got five options to trade with, but they're all not great. All right, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm gonna have to. I'm forcing a trade here because I want this to go well. We're gonna call it Tennessee. We, they love trading with the Cardinals. Uh, they're coming up four, and then we're gonna do thirty-eight. Would you do two twos to go from four to seven? Sure. Like in, in but realistically speaking, like in, if if Tennessee's like thirty-eight and a future two, would you do that? Um, probably not. But you wouldn't do that in real. You would. You would have to get a one from them. Yeah. Let's since we're just two and two rounds. Let's just go back and and I'll I'll pick for we'll pick for the Patriots. You were making me start this mock draft over again on a Sunday night. One before more we leave. time. Just one more time. You're gonna pick for the Patriots. Okay. But then it's going to like show up on our results and stuff. Gross. All right. So <laughs> two rounds. You don't even have to what? do that. I'm picking for the bat suit. I know. Okay. Patriots, Cardinals. Let's do it. <laughs> Start the draft. Marvin. And I got to scroll down. Are you cool with Jaden Daniels or would you rather I... go Kool-Aid McKinstry? <laughs> Take Jaden Daniels, 22nd ranked prospect. How disrespectful. All right. Fix that, Trevor Sikama. We know you can pull some strings. This is your big board. Marvin, no brainer. Yep. We're going to go Marvin at four, which is the way God intended it to be. I do want to check <laughs> uh, Brock Bowers at five. Good hell. Uh, 27th pick. Mims buzz factor. I told you I didn't, I don't like him. I don't, I don't like the fact he didn't play a bunch of games. He missed time. The, I mean, these these are 75 as your PFF grade as a collegiate player on the best team in college football. I just don't – I'm getting Mekhi Becton vibes from from Mims a little bit. All right. I mean, I just think he's physically and athletically, he's, he's a rock-solid prospect. And where he kind of falls short as far as his technique and his mechanics, I think that that can be worked on. But, yeah, sure, if you if you like Fontenew potentially like at a Washington better – Turn the ball right. state tape on where he got worked. I don't like that at all. I'm playing that probably, for ball That state. was probably a game where they barely even ran their own, like their full offense. Probably smoked the Redbirds in ball state. 
All right. So who do you who do you like? Rakesaw. I I Guyton's there. Why not take Guyton? Yeah. I like Guyton a lot. Uh so now we're back at 34 with the Patriots and uh I would love to just give the Patriots Mims now. See, look, word out, words out that Mims is a bust and no one wants him. We're going to give him to the Patriots and just wow. laugh at them. Um, all right, so we're back. I'm going to tell you right now, Zach Frazier, I, double up at O-line isn't the best idea for some people. You get Zach Frazier and Tyler Guyton and Marvin Harrison Jr. No, I, I mean, think look, you need to start rebuilding the defense at this point. So I'd like to see, and, and no TJ Tampa jokes in the chat I won't accept it. But uh, what do we got defensive line? We need some beef. Well, Darius. Darius is here. Yeah, I think that's the play. We're going to disappoint a lot of people when when the draft rolls around and the and we're not getting Marvin at four, and we're not getting Guyton at 27, and we're not getting Darius Robinson at 35. I feel like we've done this mock maybe 20 times. Well... I don't want those vibes going in Indy right now. I mean, for you to just be a buzzkill and say, "Hey, you're not getting anybody." That's 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 great, Johnny. That's great. I was ready to diversify say, this hey. mock a little bit, but you're going chalk. You could just air one of our previous mocks. That we've done. <laughs> no one would have known. Uh, what the Patriots get? Oh my God, <laughs> it's a disaster. C minus, C minus. He's not throwing tomorrow. Not throwing this week. Let's look at some of where some of these guys went. J.J. McCarthy, 19th to the Rams. Jerzon Newton, 20th. I'm going to tell you right now, if if I'm the Vikings and I take Cooper DeGene at 11th, I don't know if I can root for that, that team anymore if I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> All this talk about you guys are trading up and then you take Cooper DeGene at 11th overall, who also is not competing at the Combine, by the way. I don't know if that's because yeah. he's hurt, though. It is. He's coming off the lower leg injury like he plays for the Vancouver Canucks. All right. I won't rip him then. Uh, okay. All right. A nice little cutie of a mock draft here on a Sunday night. Uh, impromptu with your boys. Um, so much good stuff going on. You got to be subscribed at gophnx.com. Become a diehard. Subscribe to PHNX Sports here on YouTube. Uh, and a reminder, no show tomorrow. Travel day. So just rewatch this show like six times and then hit that like <laughs> button. Comment down below what your question is for Gannon and Austin Ford. Bo and I will go sift through the comments. I promise you we will go through them. We will take the ones that are consensus liked in the comments down below. I, I love the chat. Not in the chat. It's got to be in the comments. Put a question for Austin Ford or, or Gannon and uh, I promise we, we will ask him. Yeah, we will. Uh, Emma Clark, a former producer extraordinaire of this show, asking what the hell we're doing up at this time. So our Emma. family members, uh, we are... Yeah, the grind continues. It never stops. And we're not live tomorrow. So we needed to get our live show for the people. And Johnny trashed it because we did a mock draft similar to some other mock drafts, I guess. But um, make sure you like this video. Make sure that, uh, of course, you check out gophnx.com. Become, a, of course, a diehard today. And you'll get exclusive access to that diehard uh, chat on the Discord you won't miss out on anything throughout this week at the Combine. Like this video and subscribe to PHNX Sports for Johnny Venerable, for Damon Dog. We'll talk to you guys the next time from Indianapolis on Tuesday. We'll talk to you soon.